That's right, everybody. Thank you for listening into the podcast. This is your boy, Big Boy. This podcast is brought to you and sponsored by Terra Jersey Enterprise. Terra Jersey Enterprise will hook you up with some custom shirts. Also, Terra Jersey Photography, capturing your moments of today to make them last for a, a lifetime. But like I said, this podcast is brought to you by Terra Jersey Enterprise. going on man oh Lele. <laughs> how are you i'm good man how you doing tonight you know you know i'm doing all right i'm doing all right doing ready all right this, uh, ready to get down get down and dirty and dirty and down dirty and down on this pot on this pizzle cast Ooh, <laughs> i've been What's looking for it i've been looking What's going on? It's the podcast. It's Big Boy Live. And uh, yes, I did cut you off. And it's your boy, Big Boy. And uh, that guy named Jake Wade. How are you today? I'm good, man. I've been looking forward to this for the last few days. Yeah. And uh, it's time to get some uh, steam off. Right. So how's everything been going in your world this weekend? Well, you know, man, besides working like a... Working like somebody in a uh, somebody's <laughs> place, you know. <laughs> you gonna start off already? We ain't even a we ain't even a minute and a half into the show, and you already go start. Well, you know, I, I'm not trying to see by our sponsors. Uh, by the way, yes, this podcast is sponsored by Terra Jersey Photography, capturing your your memories today and and making them last for a lifetime. I just say that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, today all I did today was sleep and watch Longmire. It's a good t- it's a good television series on Netflix and Peacock. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great. last night I got home from uh last night I got home from working and um uh, I finally started uh watching the Witcher series on Netflix. And uh you know, I'm kinda I'm kind of that fantasy kind of nerd. Also, The Witcher 3 is <clears throat> my younger brother. I can't even call him my kid brother because he's twice my size, but my it's my younger brother's favorite game, and it's one of the ones that I sat and watched him play all the time. So it was like when they made a series of it, it was like, you know, almost by default, you know, I feel like I had to watch it, you know, just from being around the game and how much he liked it, but I started watching it last night, bro, and it's it's pretty intense. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I I was uh, thoroughly enjoying it, and then got some pretty good sleep after that, about seven solid hours, and then got up and got to spend uh, the day with my kids today. So it was uh, it was overall a good day for me. I needed it. That's good. And now, you know what's so funny when you say that? <laughs> Why is it like when you have a a a, a older brother, and a lot of times. Like in general, you have an older sister or older brother, and you try to justify yeah. like this is my this is my older brother, but like uh, right, this is that's this, this dude, my brother, my brother, he is uh, he's about probably probably an inch and a half taller than me, um, but he, good God, he's two of me. Two or two or three of me, and he used to he used to um, <clears throat> lift weights and stuff like that uh, whenever he was a little bit younger. And you know he was kind of getting big into the not like the extreme bodybuilding, but just like kind of the bodybuilding, toning your stuff up and everything like that. And he was already a big guy to begin with, so he just got massive. You know, um, I stand next to my kid brother i mean i've got to say it because he is uh just simply by age if that only, if, if that only alone uh i yeah i mean bro he's one set of my shoulders one set of my shoulders is like a set in half for him i hate this i it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous how much more uh smaller framed I am, like I said, you know, he's about an inch taller than me, but he got our dad's, you know, bulk 
and I got my mom's like freaking twiggy beanie ass arms. <laughs> hey, but you got a but you got a big attitude though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, big ears. So you know, uh, I'm good to go. How you get here all right? Yeah. Uh, hey man, um, I tell you one thing though, I would like to do a this is slight slight moment of silence for the Denver Broncos franchise for Demarius Thomas. I know they honored yeah. him today. Yeah, so, yeah. Rest in peace, Demarius. It was real nice how they did that, man. It was real nice how they honored him. You know, yeah. I seen a picture. I saw a picture on Facebook. It was a. Uh, I think Denver played. Denver played who the the Lions tonight. Who was it they played tonight? I forgot who they played tonight. But anyway, a fan in there said even a fan in there has signs that we're all Denver Broncos fan. Uh, Denver Broncos fans tonight supporting the Mares. He was he he's for the other team. That's that shows a lot of great deal of honor and respect for that guy. It's good sportsmanship too. Honestly, sure that's and, and and man, that's kind of funny that you touched on that. It's kind of funny you said that. Um, because I was thinking tonight we kind of kind of talk a little bit about sports and things like that, you know, just kind of see where the, see where the night takes us. And it's funny without us even talking previously that you go right there. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, yeah, that's how I know we're doing the right thing. You know, you and I kind of think along the same wavelength, just different topics and ways to approach things. And yeah, you know, uh, Demarius Thomas, fantastic player. Um, oh, yeah. Still broke my heart, you know, whenever he caught that touchdown pass from Tim Tebow and beat my Steelers. But, hey, you know what? It was a hell of a play. And uh, he, was a, he was a heck of a, heck of a player. And, right. uh, you know, condolences to him and his family. Sorry for your loss. NFL family, sorry for your loss. It's always hard to lose one of your own. Especially this close to Christmas time, especially this close to holidays. I mean, it's tough. You know, I know, you know a lot of people go through that every, every year at the – they lose somebody or a close friend or a family member close to the holiday is always tough. It's always tough. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so man, I was I was really looking forward to uh, going home for Christmas, um, but uh, I'm not going to be able to do that now. So, kind of kind of got that news today. So that kind of sucks. Um, I've got that. uh, Well, you know, I got uh, financial things that I have to take care of first. You know, I don't have the extra cash to throw on a rental car or things of that nature, you know, to take care of everything for the trip. But um, it's also one of those things, man, where it's like, man, I'm I'm actually kind of scared to do it, you know, because with this whole new strand of COVID and everything I've got going around right now, um, you know, my brother – you know, he just had, he's got a little baby girl now. And it's like, I don't, especially working in the environment around the massive amounts of people that I, I, I work, you know, I wouldn't want to run the risk of trying to, you know, potentially exposing anybody. You know what I mean? Right. Especially, you know, especially it's not, it's not like it was, you know, a year and a half, two years ago where it's just in a, um, no, just in a you know, employees. Now we got a variety of people in there and you just, you, you don't know how they, how they, how they, how serious they take this, you know, how, how much they care or how, what precautions that they want to take, you know, to make sure everyone is safe or this and that. Well, and yeah, and I mean, I just know, I just know that we're under a ton of pressure. Um, we've got a lot of stuff going on and we've got, you know, everybody stretched in across the board. And so it's like, you're adding all that type of stress on top of everything else going on, you know, people not sleep in normal hours and things like that, you know, your immune system starts to break down a little bit. You become a little bit more susceptible, just things like that, you know, and I I get it, you know, but it's also, like I said, it was something I was thinking about because I was like, man, you know, I wouldn't even want to, I wouldn't even want to try to run the risk or attempt to do that, you know, and uh, potentially, you know, bring any harm to my, you know, my little niece. Right. Who I haven't, who I haven't met yet, by the way, which is another reason why I'm extremely disappointed because I was going to meet her for the first time on Christmas. Right. And that's rough. I mean, that's, that is rough. That is real life, real life situation right there. That is real life. A lot of people are going through that, going through that to where, you know, you know, Thanksgiving was tough. You know, people had to work. Some people did, did, they couldn't have the ability to see their family. 
And then now with Christmas time coming, it's the same exact thing. You know, people are not able to see their family like they want to because they want they, they don't want to run the risk of getting their loved ones sick. And right. which is one that is a uh, number one that is a a sense of being responsible and and thoughtful of others, but also too is it's heartbreaking that you can't spend the time with your family like you normally do. And that's the, that's the hardest part at all of it is, uh, you know, knowing that, knowing that you can't do it. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think that's, I think you pretty much hammered that point home with that statement. Right. Uh, right. yeah, it's just hard, man. It's hard on your family, hard on your loved ones. Um, like I said, you know, it's, it's, and see, that's the thing. It's like, it's not really hard on my niece because she's an infant. No, she's like a a month old now. I think, I don't even know if she's quite a month old yet. Um, but it's not one, it's not like it's one of these things that she's going to remember. It's one of those memories of, you know, for me that I get robbed of, you know what I mean? Right. Right. You know, in a personal, in a personal feeling, you think you're getting robbed of it, which, and they know a visual, mental uh complex of thinking about it you feel that way because your emotions but also too you're actually doing the right thing and being smart so you actually you're being a being a savior you know and sometimes it's hard for people to think about you know their decisions making can not only affect them it can also affect other people and sometimes people need to sit there and think about what the best thing to do not go well problem you know that's a good point problem with all of it is though you know it's like you don't think about the best thing to do because well what is everybody's you know top priority well you're always chasing the dollar right Mm -hmm. you know you got to have money to live you got to have money to have your stuff you got to have money to have your place you know so at some point you know you're you're making a compromise you're compromising your own personal health your own personal safety you know, because you have to, like, you got, you got to work, you know, you got to pay your bills. You know, if, if you don't pay your bills, then, you know, you, you lose everything. That's true. That's true. And that's, and that's what's, I mean, and it's sad. Like, you no, know, we, we go through this, we've been going through this all the time, you know, from years and years where, you know, you have to, depending on what job you got. There's some jobs out there that are more dangerous than others. I mean, I worked in the steel mill, you know, pouring iron and working on furnace. That's a, a, a risk every single day, not just for me, but for a whole plant and also, you know, around the whole area because one of those furnaces blows, they said a mile and a half radius that that could cause havoc and danger. So... But each and next day, everyone's jobs are different. Some have some jobs are a risk of a paper cut, and some jobs are risk of losing your life. It's all about the choice that you make to to do that job to provide for yourself or your family. Right, I agree. You're one hundred percent correct. But no matter what you do, if you do have bills, you do. And one thing people need also, I noticed too, that people don't understand or people don't think about too, is like when you decide to work for an employer or work for a job, you you are telling them that you'll be there every day. You'd be there to work for that company. And then when you don't show up to work, besides using like vacation time or this and that, you're kind of smacking that company in the face. Because it's like you made a I, I, I promise to them that you'll be there. And now, by you not being there because you get upset because somebody says something, this and that, it puts not only everyone else around you in a slight, uh, this a slight inconvenience, but also too, those bill collectors that they, they don't care about you, about you missing work. All they care about is you paying them <laughs> what you owe them. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. Um, I'm going to kind of split your point that you just made, you know, about time in and everything like that, you know, just missing because you're upset or whatever. Like, I agree with that. With that, I'm, you know, 100% uh, on your side. 
and thank you, right. But what I think we should touch on, because it's kind of a hair trigger point, is that, you know, sometimes we got to acknowledge that people have life outside of the job. You know, we got to we got to acknowledge the fact that that uh, sometimes personal excuse me, sometimes personal stuff caught myself. Be proud. Uh, Sometimes personal stuff happens. and, And, you know, sometimes the job can't be your top priority. I mean, right. It should, be. It, it should be, but you, you know, it, it should be always one of the top priorities, but it can't always be number one. You know, sometimes your family's got to come first or sometimes mm-hmm. you got to miss a day because your car's in the shop and <clears throat> you know, you can't get a ride in or something, you know, like, there are real life things that happen. So yeah, and that stuff, that stuff's okay. That's different. Right. I'm, I'm talking about the stuff as far as, Oh, my supervisor pissed me off because uh, he wants me to run this other spot. I'm going to take a half point and go home. That's kind of, that kind of attitude. Yeah, and I agree with that. Um, but and, and I was 100% on your side, but that's the reason why I said I was just going to kind of split off on the topic because I didn't want any of our listeners being like, well, man, how the heck are they going to be like that? You know, sometimes real life happens. We, we know real life happens. We have done oh, it yeah. ourselves, you know. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's all. That's all I was getting at. But no, I you know, I completely agree. You know the thing about it though, too. Like I remember some old timers telling me about lot. No, old timers tell me like things have changed. These these old timers tell me that I mean, back in the day, the company you worked for, they actually cared about the employees and treated your employees like they're a family. You know, you can go in there and talk to their president one on one. And he will understand the situation and do whatever he can to help help you and your family uh, if needed. And now, you're just a number. You're just right. a number. <clears throat> you're just a number. Hey, let me ask you something real quick. Uh, can you hear this noise in the background? I'm uh, sitting next to a heater. It's a little cold. I was going to warm up for a second. It's not well, drowning everything out, is it? No, no. You okay. Know, I think... The one thing I pride on this podcast is that we are real. It's uncut and it's raw. Yeah, I don't do none of the. I don't do none of the fancy little speech uh, enhancements. I mean, I may throw a little bit of background music, little 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 interludes of sounds, but as far as that, I don't edit a second because I feel like if you're real and you're talking to somebody and you're real life, you may have background sounds and that's just telling people that you're realistic and we're talking about some real stuff i mean yeah, yeah i that's, agree that's i mean that's, that's how i am that's how that's how i was brought up that's how i was raised you know it, it, see here's the problem with that though um for people that struggle with it man sometimes it's just so hard to be real you know because mm-hmm. people get judged so easy for things that they do things that they think things that they feel things they believe that is hard for somebody to sit and uh, and be completely open and be completely honest and 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 not have a bunch of filters set up. You know, it, it's hard for people to do that. Um, well, I mean, a lot of time had to do with trust. It's hard. You can't trust nobody more these days like, like you used to back in the day. Right. Well, yeah. you know, it's it, it it's like this, man. You you wear a mask for so long, you forget the person that you are underneath it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing that you know, us as humans, we have to we have to strive every day. You know, it's yeah, I got a mask that I put on when I go to work, and the mask that I put on when I go to work, it's not really a mask; it's more or less a filter so that I can stay employed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, the people who can come in literally every day, and you and I know quite a few of them at the job we work, um, who can just do their job, not be unfazed by anything, and go home. Dude, I take my hat off to him. I do. Right. I really and truly do because I'm not one of those people. Um, you know, it gets to me. You know, I, I I lose my shit occasionally over the job. Um, but I love it. You know, I, I act like I don't, but I really and truly do love my job. Like, I, I really do. It frustrates the ever-loving bejesus out of me. I don't like living there all the time, but at the same time, I'd rather be making money than not making money. Right. You know, 
like it's like these last like two or three months ago, these last two or three months, you know, it was a struggle for me, man. It was a struggle for me to pay bills because I had no overtime and then all of a sudden now it's all boom, got me, you know. And now it's like I'm working I work thirteen days in a row, you know. And I'm tired. Yeah, but you got what, like three, four jobs? Well, Think well, <laughs> mentally yes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, we're gonna take a, com- a quick commercial break. We we'll get back with you right back seconds. You're back. <laughs> <sighs> what man? You said I got like three or four jobs. Yeah, you do. You're right. Uh, I work at a main job. I used to work at Advance, man, but I don't work there anymore. I got fired on my day off. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny? The only thing I did was just call in in there to say, hey, see how everybody's doing and stuff. And they're like, hey, you know, I'm going to let you go because she ain't worked there in a couple months. But you're still rehirable. (laughs) So. (laughs) Wait, wait, what? I know, man. <laughs> At that point, that's the only response you can have. You're like, you're like, what do you mean I worked here a couple months? But I'm re- wait, what? <laughs> I was just in there last Friday. What do you mean you ain't seen me in a month? Uh, and then you know, of course, I got the photography business, which is you know, it's kind of slow right now, but but it's all right though because the main job is kind of taking over the time and hours that they do anything. But and I'm also too in China dabbling with uh, shirt, with t-shirt designs, and hoodie designs. So I posted some on my Facebook page, Terra Jersey Enterprise. So check it out, everybody. But yeah, it's just man, I just you get tired of clocking in every day. You know, you want to be your own boss. You want to be your own, you want to make your own money to where you're not to live by protocols and and deadlines and. You know, but no matter what it is, you got to deal with that stuff anyway, no matter what the situation is. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're exactly right. I mean, what comes down to one basic saying, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly right, man. I mean, exactly how it is. I mean, but like I said, you know, with everything that's going on, it's really it's just it's just hard. It's hard to get up some days just to go outside because there's just so much negativity. But then again, you kind of gotta like push that negativity inside and keep on striving on to doing something. <laughs> mhm. Man, the hardest thing to do every day. You're never mind. Hold on. <clears throat> The hardest thing to do every day of your life is to die to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, hardest thing to do every day of your life is to die to parts of your nature that, you know, you know, aren't <clears throat> positive, that, you know, aren't edifying, that, you know, make you, you know, sometimes look a way that you may not want to truly portray yourself to other people, you know, uh, in the eyes of others. And it's it's. It's hard to deal with sometimes, man. That's true. I mean, it is hard to deal with. I mean, but, you know, you sometimes you just got to just, uh, it's like, it's like being a baby and learning how to walk. You know, you got to take that one step at a time and you're going to fall no matter what. But once you get back up to keep on going, you're eventually a master. It. It's the ones that fall that don't want to get back up are the ones that fail. Right. And see, then that's the thing. And if we would all remember that when we do fail, um, if we would actually truly look at that failure for what it was and see the lesson in it, you know, uh, it may show us um, an area of ourself that we, you know, may need to work on that, you know, sometimes we don't realize. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, for me personally, I'll just you know, we've been doing this show long enough and you and I are good enough friends. And, you know, I just like you going back to what you said, you know, for the commercial break, 
um, talking about, man, just being real, just, just keeping it real. Um, man, I, dude, I have made so many mistakes in my life. Like I have screwed so many things up in my life that if I just would have stopped for three seconds and actually thought the situation through, you know, like actually thought about it before I uh, had my knee jerk emotional reaction to the situation, man, I, I would not be known as the person I am to this day. Like people would see me as something other than, you know, how they may sometimes see me or portray me. And it's not that I, I'm truly one of those people who lives by the motto and it's just a motto. Uh, I don't give a damn what you think about me, but I mean, to some degree, anybody who says that is lying, you know, because at some point and to some degree, it may not be that much, but everybody gives a damn what other people think of. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, like someone told I heard I heard something yesterday, uh, yesterday or the other day about, you know, how a baby can change the most hardest hardened person because of that innocence. You know, and it's like if people can break 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 free from that hardness and that 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 shell and just be innocent and, and show people love and kindness, I mean this will be a better place. I mean perfect examples. Like, like your animals, your pets, your animals. Like, no matter what, you can be gone for five minutes, ten minutes. Your dog will act like they have never seen you. They'll be so excited to see you. You know what I mean? And it's like, if people can have the same love that a, a dog has for their owner or their human, it's going to be a better place. I mean, like right now, I have three dogs, all three Surrounding me asleep. Yup. Oh, on a little side note, uh, you know, you hold the Marius Thomas uh, tribute, which was amazing. Um, I kind of want to throw a little shout out to uh, to uh, my cat of nineteen years, Abby. Um. She uh, she passed away today. Sorry to hear that, brother. So yeah, I uh, I got the news from uh, from my ex wife whenever I dropped the kids off, and uh, <clears throat> that little that little girl was uh, was pretty was pretty special, man. Uh, she was a uh, real good cat. Like I said, nineteen years of my life, um, and uh, just kind of want to give her a shout out. And uh, thank her for being my companion. You know, the uh, <laughs> the only woman that never left me. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, that's, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's not the only woman that never left me. My mother is still around. <laughs> hey, you, you know what? A mother's love is unconditional. Mm-hmm. No matter what, and mother's love is unconditional. Always. Let's <clears throat> see, here's the thing, man. You know, I, uh, I've been really blessed in my lifetime um, <clears throat> to have the mother that I have, dude. Um, it's taken me almost 40 years. You know, I'm working real fast on 39. Um, it, it's taken me almost 40 years to understand my, my mother for the person that she is and see her in the light of who she truly is and what she truly brings to the table. You know, my, my mom is not one of those moms where we got to talk every single day. My mom is not one of those moms that blows me up five, six, 17 times a day. Um, my mom and I talk literally about once to twice every two weeks. You know, we catch up with life. We check and see how, 
you know, things are going, we text and, and see how things are, are going with the other one. And, and, and that's just it. And my mother and I are the exact same person. And this dude, it was a realization the other day when we were on the phone talking first time she and I had talked on the phone, talked on the phone in probably a month or better. Um, you know, my mom has gotten into the whole texting thing. So she and I text, you know, talking on the phone is the first time. And man, sitting there talking to her on the phone, I just had that revelation. I just realized I was like, man, I really am like my mom. Like I have my dad's personality, um, the loudness. You've known me for a long time. I'm kind of a loud person. Um, kind of a, kind of a loud, very, very, very outspoken, very opinionated individual, which is the reason why everybody thinks I'm an asshole. I mean, I am, but I'm not, um, uh, you know, I get that from my dad. My, yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just how I was raised. You know, dad never let anybody walk on him. Like he was a very prideful man. And, and, and if he, he, he had an opinion on something and he would tell you, or if you, Asked that opinion, he was definitely going to tell you. Um, but mom, man, mom's always had that, that, um, that backwards kind of a loner recluse type personality. Um, for lack of a better term, I guess you could call my mother an introvert. Um, my dad is an extrovert. My brother is an extrovert. My sister in recent years has become extremely extroverted before then she was like my mom. She was, she was very, very, very introverted type personality. Um, but dude, my mom has just always guarded herself. Like my mother has never been one in my entire lifetime to just fly off the handle emotionally. Like you have to push her to that point. Like you have to push to get that emotional reaction. And it's like, I just, sat and I realized the other day, you know, I was like, man, I'm, I'm like my mom, you know, uh, I, I'm an extreme loner. <clears throat> I'm an extreme loner, except for, you know, when I want or need people around right. pretty much nine times out of 10, dude, I spend about 98% of my time by myself anymore and I'm better for it. You know, it, it just, it helps me recognize things in myself. It helps me see things in myself. It helps me grow as a person. You know, it, it helps me be able to be as real as what I try to be, you know, because I don't feel like I have to be guarded. You know, when we do these podcasts, I don't, I, I don't feel like the last thing, any, the last thing the world needs is more fake people. Right. Like I'm not sitting here saying go out and kill somebody because you're real, you know, please don't, mistake it as that i'm just saying if you can find a way to be real to yourself and it be edifying and healthy man go for it do it learn the lessons consistently that are around you and uh like you said that started that whole tangent floor is yours after this um don't ever 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 forget your mama don't ever forget your mama because if you want to know the woman or the type of woman that you are meant to be with as a man, you know, or the type of man that you're meant to be with as a man, you know, um, whoever you choose to be, you're going to find the basic characteristics of your mom in that person. There's going to be a lot of the same qualities, you know, the, a lot of the same grounded factors. And that's just because it's the woman that you grew up with. That was the example that you had in front of you. That's true. I mean, it's true. I mean, I'm, <clears throat> I'm the same exact way. I mean, I, I don't talk to my mom every day. I don't see my mom every day. I see my parents every day because everyone has conflicting schedules. And then the sad thing about though, my mom, my parents, like less than 10 minutes away from me. You know, my mom yep. works sec my mom my mom works night shift at the ho at the hospital. My dad works in Indianapolis at, you know, works in Indianapolis and I work where I work at. And I talked to my mom today and you know, we were talking for a little bit on the phone and <clears throat> my mom was doing my Christmas shopping for me. 
because I work so much. Literally, all I do is I get home at seven o'clock in the morning, and I don't wake up till like two o'clock, and then go right back to work. And it's like it's crazy, but no matter what ever happens, you know, I can always go talk to my mom. You know, if I, you know, and she knows that, and, you, and that's. And that's the thing about it, though. You're exactly right. You know, whoever you get with, you kind of try to find that person that has some of those qualities that your mom had. You know? And it's like, man, it's, it's hard these days because no, one, no one's ever going to be like mom. No one's ever going to treat you like mom. You know, you think someone's going to love you the way you, you want to be loved. But no one's ever gonna love you the unconditional love like your mom will. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. And you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's the problem. Maybe that goes back to that whole pedestal, you know, putting that person up on a pedestal thing that we touched on a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you set you set standards for a person, you know, that are so high that you're with, um, that you make them sometimes god awful and and completely unachievable. You know, if you set somebody up for failure, um, they're going to fail. Right. You know, if you are personally sabotaging a person, don't 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 get mad when your relationship doesn't work out. Uh, true. Okay, because it's it, it's that simple. Um, if you are personally sabotaging the relationship, or you are setting your partner up to fail, do not, and I repeat, do not get mad when that relationship fails, because it was your fault and secretly your intentions the entire time. Not being a dick, just telling the truth. Well, it's true though, because everyone, everybody. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl, whatever, you know, everybody has this mental idea of what who they want to be with or what they want in life. And then when they feel like that person they're with can't give them that, either they one, they compromise with it, or two, they try to make it harder on them to try to get to where they, what they want, or three, they just realize that it's not going to work and just leave. And then next thing you know, they're out lost because they have so many standards and so many walls up that no matter what they do they, they can't let anyone in because they can't meet these criteria, meet these requirements oh I can't be with you because you snore too much or I can't be with you because cause, uh, because of this and this and that or because you're not like this and like I can't be with you be- I can't be with you because you don't make enough money and I like stuff Right. That's the that's the problem. Everyone has this if people just kind of like wipe the slate clean and just sit and write down what are the main things that that I need in my life to make me feel good, you know, make me make, make me be a better person. Yes, I want someone I can trust. Okay, that's one thing. I want someone that can be honest with. Okay, that's another thing. I want someone that's going to be there and be, be support me, support me, and I support them. There you go. You can't just be like, "Oh, I want this guy. I want somebody that has lots of money. I want somebody that has multiple cars. I want somebody that has this, 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 these materialistic things." What about the intellectual things? What about a a a personality? What about a a good heart? You know what I'm saying? People um, get so blind. People get so blinded blinded by stuff that. It clouds your memory. It's like I, it's so funny that we're talking about this though, because you know, you ever heard a term people say eye candy? Oh yeah, get you some rims in your car. That's some eye candy for the girls, like right. <laughs> or this, you know, or the other term, there's plenty of fish in the sea, you know, type deal. Yep. Like, yep. I mean, look, <clears throat> I agree with that term to an extent about there being plenty of fish in the sea about there being somebody out there for everybody. You know, I do. I agree with that. I truly do. However, um, when you are bound to things like a job or, um, 
kids or, you know, responsibilities that uh, keep you from finding other fish in the sea and you're stuck in the same, like, type of environment, you know, because you are, you know, basically tied to all those things, like I just said, it, it, it makes the pickings a heck of a it makes your sea a hell of a lot smaller right you know I mean, it, it makes your dating pool a hell of a lot smaller yeah i mean you think of yourself in a an ocean but technically your 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 certain your current situation puts you in a creek <laughs> right that is exactly what i was getting ready to say people in a situation like you and i are in i mean we're in a creek you know because you spend 12 hours every day at your job you know um it's like you know you only have so much time to to uh to dedicate to a person and man that's that's not fair you know that's not fair to do to somebody else it's not fair to cut or sell somebody else short you know because of your schedule so it's just one of the reasons why you know me in my current situation i'm just i'm i'm actually really happy being single i'm actually really happy being single and i'm actually getting really happy being by myself again and looking forward to the weekends where i can spend my time with my kids you know, I, I feel like for the first time in a long time, I'm I'm kind of starting to get my priorities back in order. You that's know what I'm saying? That's the thing. You, you, you get your priorities straight. I mean, it's not fair. To, like like you said, it's not fair. My last my last my last relationship ended because of not having enough time because I worked so much. You know, and our schedules are different and stuff and. You know, and like I said, it, it, that's what that's the thing. I mean, and you know, that's a lot of times. And see, and that's the thing. You just said that too. And so, before we go on to a different topic, I want to say this. That's the reason why people can't not stop dating people in the place that they work at, because when you date someone in a place that you work, it's convenient because your schedules mesh up. Right. It's a, it's a re- it's a relationship of convenience instead of a. Re- of a relationship of want. And that's the, and that's the thing. It may start off as a relationship of want, but you then realize as time passes, it was a relationship of convenience because you guys were on the same schedule. It was convenient for you guys to be together. It was convenient for you guys to be a part of each other's lives. And if all you're going for is a relationship of convenience and that's what you both want and you both know it, then yeah, bless you both go for it. You know what I mean? But if you actually want real love, if you actually want real commitment, you know, you can absolutely have that relationship with somebody that you work with as well, you know, but it's going to take a heck of a lot of effort for you guys to make time for you guys outside of the work routine and the normal rut that you get accustomed to being in every day. You have to make individual time and effort for you guys. If you can't do that, then just mark the day somewhere on the calendar. Be like, oh, this date, six months from now, this relationship is going to fail because of this. This day, two years from now, this relationship is going to fail because of this. This date, five years from now, this relationship is going to fail because of this. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like it takes effort. It takes a heck of a lot more effort than most people are willing to give. And that was so yeah, I I completely agree with what you said. It's a little funny when you when you talk about searching for that searching for real love and this and stuff. No one's no one popped in my head. Hmm. That's old school song. Searching for that real love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it popped in my head for some reason. Man, that's crazy. But it's true though, man. You're right. You know, being in a relationship with someone you work with is is not. It's not based on love. It's based on convenience. It may it may be based on love. I mean, there's people that we work with that got together and they're doing good, you know. But a lot of times, based on convenience. Because but I guarantee you were. But I guarantee you that the reason that the people that we work with who have been together for a long time are doing good is because they take that individual time to make that effort for them outside of the job. That's true. You have to do the work. And sometimes when you're working 12 hours a, a, a day, every single day, man, you just get tired. You just, 
you, you just get tired and you just don't feel like doing the work. And I get it. I've been there. It sucks. Sometimes you just, man, man, just go away and leave me alone. You know, not, not like go away and leave me alone. Like, I don't want you to vacate the premises or anything, but it's like, man, just give me five minutes to myself to be tired because I've been so consumed with this and this and this all week. And that's when we start becoming selfish in nature. Mm-hmm. And the more and more selfish that we get and we become in nature, the less and less that we are able and capable of taking care of our partner right. who's involved in the relationship with us, because then we become selfish, extreme, arrogant. And listen, there's a little bit of narcissism in everybody on the planet, but when it's so extreme that you can literally look somebody in the face and blame them for your problems, you need to take a step back and take a look in the mirror because you need some, you, you got some work you got to do on yourself, bud. All right. I just want to say, like, when I was in a relationship, you know, it's so, it's, it's, it, may, it may sound wrong. When I was in a relationship, like, my ex, she worked, you know, she had, she, she would leave for work like three or four o'clock in the morning. And when I get off work, she'll call me. And, like, I'll get upset because, like, my time, that, that time driving home was the only time I had to myself. The only time I had to myself and I had to deal with anyone else. Girl, for no one else, just that 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 little thirty-five minute drive back home was like the only time I had to myself. Right. And then I know when I get home, I go to sleep, I wake up, sure. We'll spend time me and her, we'll spend time together and stuff until I go to work. And that's uh, and that's the only time I had to myself. That little thirty minute, thirty-five minute drive going to work and back to work. So an hour a day. Yep. All I had to myself. And I'll get upset when she called me, but I didn't show that. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't want, I, didn't, I didn't want to show that because I didn't want to cause an argument or cause a fight or make, it, make her feel like I don't want nothing to do with her. So I sacrifice my hour of time to myself sometimes just so I can talk to her or and make her feel like she's being cared for and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And Yeah. And in a lot of ways, that's what you're supposed to do. Because, Mm -hmm. see, here's the thing, man. And, dude, I hate this so much. People go into relationships not knowing or understanding what it actually takes to make a relationship work. You know, we just jump into a relationship with somebody because it's like, oh, my gosh, this person paid me attention or, oh, my gosh, the sex with this person was good. So that means the relationship with them is going to be good because the sex was good or, oh, my gosh, this person has money and they can take care of everything or, oh, my gosh, blah, 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 whatever the reason is. Okay, nobody stops to actually think of the of the commitment and the time. And the effort it actually takes to make a relationship work, man. Like, it, it, it's almost like being a parent. It, it's like a 24-hour job, you know. And a lot of people don't, don't view it that way. They don't, they don't take it as such. It is, it is a 24-hour commitment to each other every single day. Doesn't matter if you're at work or not. Doesn't matter if you have an hour drive home to yourself or not. Doesn't matter if... Uh, you know, you've got four doctor's appointments and, and lugging four kids around at the exact same time or not. Like you have to be 100% committed all the time, or at least back to your, or at least back to your point that you said the other night, you know, 50, 50, it's gotta be a 50, 50, man. It, it, it can't be one person doing most of the work. And in most relationships nowadays, it is because they're not relationships of romance. They're not relationships of want or need their relationships of convenience or necessity. Exactly. You know, I'll be, you know, I, you know, I've been single now since I get, let's say here, June, maybe June, July, I think, I'm not sure, but I literally sat down to wondering, like, do I even know how to be in a relationship? Like, I literally feel like I don't even know how to be even be in a relationship. I didn't know how to even date because you know, 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to date. I don't, I don't know how to how to be in a relationship. I don't. I, I think you think you know these things, but when it boils down to it, we have so many failed relationships. You start questioning yourself, like, do you even really know how to date? Do you even know how to talk to somebody? Do you know how to even, you know, it, like it's hard for you, it's hard to try to phantom the logic of relationships when you've had so many thug relationships and you're questioning yourself and on who you are and if you even deserve to be in a relationship. Or if you, you know, even a term that people say that people say that term like I'm just undateable. Like, yeah. Yeah, and like, and you, and you, and you, and you say that stuff over and see yourself over and over again, and you start to believe it, and then it's like, maybe I am undateable, maybe I'm not worthy, maybe I'm just gonna be single for the rest of my life, maybe because nobody, nobody wants me, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I said it to myself plenty of times, you know. I mean, I've I had emotional moments thinking about like that, like man, why does nobody want me? What's wrong with me? Why am I so? Well, what's you know? It's like you don't you don't know. I mean, what's uh, your take on that? I mean, my take on that is pretty much exactly what you just said. I mean, I you know, look, man. Um, my entire life, every relationship that I have ever been in, except for one, except for one, has been uh, um. based off of uh, convenience or it has been based off of um, me thinking that, you know, that was, that was what I was supposed to have at the time, or that was who I was supposed to have at the time, or that's all that I may have deserved in the moment at the time. You know what I mean? Because I didn't, I, I didn't view myself as worth anything. Um, you know, most days I still don't. I mean, I'll just be real. I'll be honest. Um, and it, it, I've been hurt and I've been burned so many times that it's made me become really, really, really self-isolating, right. you know, as a person. Um, and it's caused me to turn into somebody that, you know, goes back to what I said earlier. Man, it caused me to turn into somebody that I'm just not. Like, I know who I am. I, I, I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. I know that I am a person who is deserving of love. You know, right. I, I know that, but I also know that I have heard a lot of innocent people along the way. Right. Like I have heard a lot of people because of my insecurities within myself, because of my lack of feeling like I deserve this or I deserve that. Um, I've heard a lot of people who never did me, who never did a damn thing wrong by me. <clears throat> right. Never. <clears throat> In fact, a lot of people, you know, and this, this shout out goes to my ex-wife, you know, um, my ex-wife was a saint. Like, I mean, was she perfect? No, not by any stretch of the imagination, but for the things that she had to endure from me, and the things that she stood by my side and loved me through the way the relationship with us ended, like it was always going to come to probably that inevitable conclusion at some point, you know, based off the simple fact that we weren't fully in love with one another. Um, but for the things that she endured, I, dude, the most real person to this day I've ever been with was her, you know, and that is a person that I owe the utmost amounts of apologies to. Um, cause I, dude, I, I made a lot of mistakes. I, uh, I was, I was very, very, very guilty of falling into that typical thing that most people don't like to be labeled as, but it's something that runs prevalent in our society, you know, especially with men. I was thinking with my dick, um, right. I was thinking with my dick instead of looking at things the way that I should have. And, uh, right. and that's on me. That's, that, that's not on her. That's not on nobody else. That's on me. I'm the one who has to own that. I'm the one who has to, has to carry that. Um, but 
man, this, you know, it, all of that, you know, it changed me. Like I learned lessons, like I, I changed things in myself. It made me grow as a person. It made me realize, you know, the value of being open and being honest and not being fake. It made me realize that if I could be 100% true to myself, or if I could be 100% true to somebody, then I'm taking steps forward as an individual. You know what I mean? Like I'm, 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 I'm getting to a place individually where I can actually be something good for somebody. But you know, you know? The, biggest thing, the biggest thing is, is just Jake is uh, you, you, you said something, right? You said something that a lot of men out there can't do. You owned up to your mistakes. At this point, you know, when you stand around and you look around and there's nobody around you but yourself, um, like I said, 98% of the time I'm by myself um, outside of my job. And then seeing my kids on the weekend, I'm, I'm pretty much alone all the time. I don't hang out with a lot of people. I don't go places. I don't do anything. I'm, I'm literally alone all the time. And one of the reasons is because of a lot of the bad choices that I made. A lot of the bad choices I made as a person. You know, a lot of the ways that I allowed people to see me or think or, or come to believe that I was as a person or that I was as an individual. <clears throat> I portrayed myself in ways that I never wanted anybody else to see me as. I mean, yeah, do I have my problems? Of course. You know, I'm, I'm a human being just like everybody else. But... Does it mean that I'm unlovable? No. Does it mean that I'm unforgivable? No. Does, does it mean that I should hate myself as a person or want to give up and check out because people don't approve of the person I am around me or I don't have a lot of people around me or there is, and this is the thing that everybody's so guilty of, there's not that abundance of validation from other people around me. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm me. I'm me. That's and like the you. only thing, the only thing that I can be is me. The only thing that you can be is you. The only thing that our parents can be is themselves. You know, can everybody change? Of course. Can everybody learn new things? Absolutely. But if you cannot be true to yourself first at the end of every day, now, I don't mean being extremely selfish and just putting yourself first and, you know, freaking hurting other people along the way. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you can't stand in front of the mirror at the end of every day, look at yourself and say, I am being the person that I know I am and, and that I want to be for myself, then change it. Every day, you got to try to be the best, the best Jake you can be, the best Laurent you can be, the, the best Jim, Jack, Sully, whatever it is that you can be. That's the main thing, to be the best, thing, best person that you can be. And start putting yourself in someone else's shoes sometimes. I mean, everybody's so selfish now, but you don't do that. You don't put yourself in someone else's shoes. You don't understand what they're going through because everybody's got something going on in their life. You don't know that. We don't know what's going on in Susie's life. We don't know what's going on in Bill's life. But sometimes you have to step back and understand that maybe they do got something going on. Maybe they just needed someone just to say, hey, man, how you doing? You doing all right? Just check on somebody. You never know. Just an act of kindness can save someone's life. I mean, that's it. I mean, just act of kindness. Well, acts of kindness. Um, let's see. I know I'm probably going to get this wrong right now because it's been so long since I've seen the movie. Um, but for anybody who has seen it or anybody that knows it, uh, the movie Gladiator with Russell Crowe. Oh, man, that's one of my favorite movies. One, of my, one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, and one of my all-time favorite scenes ever in an entire movie is the opening scene where uh, 
they are in uh, Germania and they're battling the last uh, barbarian clan. And uh, Russell Crowe's running out, or he's uh, riding out on the on the horse in front of his uh, front of his men, and uh, he says, uh, "Gosh, I'm gonna mess this up." He says, um, uh, "What we do in life echoes in eternity." That line in that moment is one of the things that I not only try to apply to my everyday life now, now as a person, um, well, unfortunately I'm, you know, 38. Um, I've only been doing this since I was 36 years old. Again, growth. Some people grow, um, fast (laughs) and others, we are late bloomers, but right. I try to do one of those things where it's like, man, you know, I don't really care what the world thinks of me. As long as I know that I've been true to myself, as long as I know that I've been the person that I wanted myself to be, I'm okay with it. Well, the problem is I'm not okay with that person yet. I know I still got a ways to go. So I'm going to continue to do the work. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue to, to do everything that I can because I want not only what I do in this life to echo in eternity, but I want what I do in this life to echo in this life as well. Right. I mean, being a legend, because you know, when you think of a legend, you think of someone that's done something amazing, something incredible, reached some kind of stats or did something so amazing that you can never forget them, right? Right. So what we got to do as people is try to do some things that are amazing. It doesn't have to be with sports or this and this and life in general, but if you can be a good positive, uh, positive person and be a positive influence of people and be helpful and nice and to where people won't forget you. So when you're gone, they're going to say, Hey, I remember when Jake did this for me, that dude, that that was amazing. He did. He's a legend. You may not be a legend in the public's eyes, as far as superstar fandom, this and that, but but if you got somebody that's out there that can remember something you did for them positive to help them out, you're a legend in their life. And that's what all that matters is that you're a legend in their life. Yep, 100% agree. Well, man, I think it's time to close this part. Man, we have this 60 minutes with no interruptions. <laughs> wow. <laughs> been a minute, man. It's been, been a minute. Great. So, Mr. Jake Wade, you know how we always do since you're my host, the co-host, I will always give you the first go with the closing thoughts. Well, I'm going to flip things up on everybody tonight. I'm going to flip. I'm going to flip things around on everybody tonight, including you. You have have first closing thoughts tonight. What? The floor is yours, sir. Well, listeners, Fans, people out there, this podcast has always been just a way to reach people and and, and show them a different light with some real with some realistic realism and stuff. You know, tonight's conversation was truly amazing, and we talked about everything from remembering sports to ourselves to relationships to what goes on in the workplace and and, and just our family lives and, and everything. You know. And everything comes together and everything has a meaning. But what I want to touch and let everybody know on my closing thoughts, which is very rare that we have the closing thoughts first, is you cannot forget who you are. You cannot forget where you come from. You cannot forget what your true mission is in life. And sometimes it's okay to be alone, to be isolated, to meditate so you can find yourself. Once you find yourself, you can also be able to help others and be with someone 
and also to not have those insecurities that can ultimately destroy something in the future. So what I'm saying is, people, just be real with yourself, be real with others, and just remember, everything's going to be okay. You're amazing, and you're awesome. Just keep your head up and keep moving forward. Jake Wade. Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll just uh, echo what you said. Um, Going to go back to the point that you brought up about twenty minutes ago, I believe. Um, <laughs> there are plenty of fish in the sea. There are plenty of fish in the ocean. There are plenty of fish in the lake. There are plenty of fish in the creek. Okay, if your selection is only a creek, then be selective. Take your time. Make sure that you are true to yourself. Make sure that you are true to that person. Because if you are only willing to give a part of yourself to somebody, do not expect them to give more than just a part of themselves to you in return. It is a 100% investment as far as relationships go. You have to 100% give yourself to somebody fully. If you want that relationship to work, if, you know, you're just in it for the sex, if you're just in it for, you know, anything else, then yeah, don't, don't leave walls up. Don't, uh, don't fully invest yourself into that person, but then don't be upset when it doesn't work out either. Okay. Um, remember nobody's ever going to love you like your mama. Um, and, uh, And always, 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 you know, uh, remember that the person that you have to take care of first at the end of every day is yourself. Because if you can't take care of yourself, you can't expect anybody else to take care of you. Again, don't be an extreme selfish narcissist in the process, but take care of you. Okay. Don't think yourself above other people or other people's situations. Remember, everybody's going through something. Um, Big boy was absolutely right when he said that everybody's going through something. Everybody has things going on. Um, and as always, I'm going to quote my man, Jerry Springer on this last sign off, take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you very much, Jake. It's everybody. Thank you tonight for, for, for listening in uh, big boy live and Jake way. We will have a next episode coming up soon, but also to find us on Facebook on big boy live. Have a good night. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Have fun.